T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's what I'm talking about. 202, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Well, it is Black Monday. So uh, for those of you that are hoping for another regime change, I guess you can uh, hold your breath. It's not coming today. And Robert Saul thinks so uh, positively that he's coming back that he actually bought everybody on the team a T-shirt that says finish. I wonder if he got one for himself. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh you see what I did there? <laughs> Anyhow, good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, I'm Ken? all right. How, you, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was uh, fantastic. That's the beauty of not having a rooting interest or a gambling interest in the outcome of sporting events. It's always a good weekend. Even losing to the Dolphins the way the Jets did, that didn't bother you? Look, I told you, you, th- you wanted them to win the game more than I cared yes. about the game. And I respect that because it would have been nice if nothing else... We could put a little feather in our cap that we kept the Dolphins out of the playoffs. And that's what we could have done. We didn't do it. Another amazing offensive performance. Wasted. We scored four touchdowns in the last six games. Anemic offense. Yeah, wasted fantastic. timeouts. Another waste of a season. It's been a 12 consecutive yeah. wastes of seasons in which we spend three hours every Sunday getting upset and really just wasting our time. That's what we've done over the last 12 yeah, years. And it's like, you know, we say a lot on this show, you know, there are different types of 7-10s. Uh, and tens. You know, there's a 7-10 and 10 where you win your last five games and you feel really good about the progress the quarterback makes, the team makes, and this makes, and that makes, and you go into the offseason feeling really good. Then there's a 7-10 and 10 where you lose your last six games and you feel like crap. Which is the way we typically end well, our season. Ask yourself this, because I have the answer. Do you know how many times in the history of this uh, yeah, pathetic right. franchise they've ended a season with six straight losses or more? Uh, how many twice. Times? Twice. What are the other two times? Just a guess. It's happened one time. And the one time it happened, they went one in fifteen in the Richie Cotite year. I, so I so, said twice. This one and yeah, another one. Yeah, but put yeah. that in perspective, Craig. Right. That's how bad well, this clothes was. I got the question right. Craig, I'm Thank so you. proud of you. <laughs> we're talking. You know something about sports. There we go. You've defied all there the predictions. There we go. And you got something right. The guy but, that wasn't hired for his sports knowledge <laughs> drops a little ditty on you. But let that sink in. That's, That's how bad the close to this season was. 
it was the worst close this franchise has seen yeah. since they went one in fifteen. Look, I guarantee you that uh, Woody Johnson's already told Robert Sala he's coming back. Great, because there's no reason you don't put that finished T-shirt in every guy's locker if you haven't been promised you're unless, coming back. Nope, unless yeah. you're pulling a Costanza. Sometimes I make TV references. You'll okay. understand. I understand that one. George Costanza was fired one day. He just showed up to work the next day. I told you I used to work with a guy in Jersey like that, an engineer. <laughs> right. who got fired and said, I'll see you tomorrow. Right, so Robert Sala. just Sala, kept coming back until they were like, all right, welcome back. Robert Sala probably hasn't been told anything about next year, so he figured, let me put my head down and game plan for 2023. I th Listen, they've had to have the conversation. Woody was in Florida yesterday. You had to greet all the players at the end of the game. Don't tell me that Woody Johnson went to Miami and at no point met with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. I don't think these kinds of decisions. Like, yes and no. I don't think these kinds of decisions, especially when the last few weeks impact how you view a season, very similar to Joe Judge a year ago, where you should have that decision made within an hour of the game ending. Sometimes you got to think about it. Sometimes you've got to say, all right, let me fathom the garbage I just watched in week 18. Yeah. And let me decide, does that play a role or an impact in me making the decision on his future? But you've said something, but Ingo has said something, and you guys are right. I would really only want to make a change if I'm getting somebody who's a proven commodity. Yeah. Now, for me, the only guy is Jim Harbaugh. I know other people want to include Sean Payton in that. I'm not going to argue and, uh, and nitpick you know, who you want the guy to be. But, yeah, I would bring Robert Sala back unless you told me that I was replacing him with Jim Harbaugh. Outside of that, Robert Sala's coming back. The problem is, why is he coming back? Is he coming back because there's something you've seen over the course of these two years that makes well, you believe he's the yeah, guy? Or are you simply bringing him back because of a calendar? Because the calendar tells you it's only two seasons, and it would be wrong to fire a guy after two seasons, even though the New York Giants did it three consecutive yeah. times well, guess, before they finally got it right. I think the question is, you know, why would Woody Johnson bring him back, right? Woody Johnson has to be convinced, I suppose, that... He has seen enough uh, improvement from year to year to warrant one more year to see what the next jump is. I'm not saying I agree with that or you agree with that, but if you if you try to sell me on that, that's the selling point, right? That the jump from year one to two is okay. Two to three is going to be better. Well, it I better be better. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I mean, I have no expectations, to be honest. I don't even know who my quarterback's going to be. It can't be Zach Wilson. Right. It can't be Joe Flacco. It probably shouldn't be Mike White. No, it's none of them. Let, let, let's stop with the Mike White crap. It's none of them. We need three new quarterbacks on this team. The one That's positive the one positive about last night's football game, even though my Green Bay Packer prediction went in flames before it could get started, is it opens up that possibility again. Yeah, I yes, don't know. Yes, it does. I don't think that's happening what? either. I don't know. I, I think, listen. I don't know about, is not an answer, by the way. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming here. I think my gut is that if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, he's going to have a choice of where he's going to go. Why would you go to an organization that never wins? There's so no, you can be the guy to win. Yeah, but maybe that's not what make that, that, that turns you on anymore. Maybe. Like, to me, if you're Aaron Rodgers, money's no longer an issue, although you're going to demand a lot of money, but it's not like the driving force, right? You've got your Super Bowl tucked away in your living room, so you got that. At this stage of your career, I think you want another crack at winning. And while you and I could sit here and make a very eloquent argument that the New York Jets are poised to win outside of not having a quarterback, 
there may be other teams as we see this playoff picture play itself out that are in a better position Maybe. than we are. And where you're right and is we that... we can argue it, but no, no. You know, I think that's where I'd go if I'm him. Well, he's going to have the power in this whole 100%. thing. 100%. He's going to get to decide. If he has no interest in following in the footsteps of Brett Favre, then it's not going to happen. It's right. a non-starter. But maybe he wants to play in New or York. I maybe got... he likes Garrett Wilson. I don't know. Or, I mean, you, know, you start talking about, let's say San Francisco gets eliminated mm-hmm. before they get to the Super Bowl. I mean, things like that, teams like that. I get that. And I think him, now look, you got to add Brady to the mix. Tom Brady is an unrestricted free agent after this this year. Considering there's 15 legitimate veteran quarterbacks who are going to be available, Brady and Rodgers, they dictate the market. Sure. Because they pick where they want to go because of who they are. So the New York Jets will be in line. I would take both those guys. So would you. You know, it's a one-year, two-year deal, but it gives me a chance to dream. It's not a long-term solution. No. It is a short-term solution. We opened up the window a little bit more, and now let's take our run at it. Outside of those guys, I mean, I, I, I listen, I'm a diehard Jet fan. I could make a very articulate argument for why the New York Jets would be a great destination for either one of those guys. I don't believe either one of those guys would ever consider the New York Jets. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers would consider it. He just may not ultimately decide to pursue that. We are a loser franchise. Let's just own what we are. We have talent, yeah. We have a very good defense, yep. We've got young talent, a wide receiver, sure. We may even have a good running back. Knock on wood, Brees Hall comes back from the ACL, and that's a year injury. So at best, you're talking, what, November 1? He says he'll be ready for the start of the he year. He says it, but he won't be. Let's, just, let's We know what torn ACLs are, right? So let's just, whenever he comes back, knock on wood, he comes back, and can still run the way we saw him run. Who, by the way, having missed the last 10 games of the year, is still our leading rusher yeah. for this season. Look, this season like, could have uh, been... Make that make sense to me. Oh, it does make sense. Brees Hall was awesome. Guy played in seven games. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch him? Yeah. He was a home run hitter. Yes, I did. He would have led all rookie running backs in rushing yards if he stayed healthy. He tweeted well, that out yesterday. Kenny Walker. No, he would have. Oh, Kenny Walker. Did you watch Brees Hall? I did, but Kenny Walker would have been up there. Yeah, Ken Walker's Especially nice. Especially after AVT went down. That's great. Kenny Walker would have been up there. Hall would have finished ahead. Well, we like to say these things, but we don't know for sure. Brees Hall said it. Why don't we just say this? I'm willing to say it. I'm sure you're willing to say it, too, because I know you feel it. The New York Jets are a loser franchise. Yeah, they are. Now, they have really good people in that building, people I like a lot, both that play and people that don't play, that go to work every day thinking this is going to be the year it's different. And we've had a little taste for Rex Ryan, sure. But at the end of the day, it is a loser franchise. And until we get a legitimate quarterback, and I'm going to tell you another position, and I know you agree with me, and we haven't even discussed it, an offensive coordinator who on third and nine in a meaningless game doesn't call a run up the middle. Right. Could I get that possibly? That'd be nice. Is that something that we could ask for? That's a great point. Aaron Rodgers would not yeah. want to go from one LaFleur right. to another LaFleur. No joke, and I'm sure Matt, Mike, but whatever the names are, are good guys. All right? But I'm telling you, I'm watching the game as you are yesterday. I forget the exact, the third and nine, ten, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And we run the ball up the gut. And I'm saying to myself, what the F are we doing? And then last night, I watched a team that had nothing to play for. And I said to myself, God darn it, the Detroit Lions look a lot different than the New York Jets. Did they not? Well, because they're better. They're competent. They took some risks. 
They were having fun. Yeah. And they beat the Green Bay Packers. A big part of why they did that. And there was one where it was third and 17 and they ran up the middle with Ty Johnson and then kicked the field goal was because they know that they have a better chance of getting yards on a play like that than even... dropping Joe Flacco back yeah, with right. a crap offensive line where everybody knows he's throwing no one guy. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. So right. I get the frustration, but the truth is the best play call, the yeah. one that had the best chance of succeeding on third and 17 no, after a dopey false start was running the ball up the middle with Johnson as compared to the statue getting harassed All after he dropped All we did back. was play for a field goal because we suck. We're losers. And the fact that they called the run on third and 17 tells you all you need the to know. The problem is, bro. And he's w- coming back. The problem is, and this is why your example I sort of disagree with, is it yeah. worked. They got 12 yards out of it and kicked a field goal. Yeah, it's not, it's not a first down last time I checked. <laughs> no, oh, but- and then on fourth and five, let's have some balls and maybe go for it. Detroit ran a flea flicker yesterday. Detroit went for it on yeah, fourth down. but there's down. a lot of differences between Detroit and New York. Have you heard of Jared Goff? I'd like him oh, to be my quarterback. All of a sudden, he's good. everybody's back in love with Jared Goff. He's better than Jared what the Goff Jets have. the punchline of a joke two years ago. That's not the point. And now look at Jared Goff. That's we all not, want him. That's not the point. You're comparing the Lion decisions versus the Jet decisions. Meanwhile, Jared you, Goff is yeah. a lot better than Joe Flacco. The Lions offense is a lot better than the Jet offense. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'd rather be a Lion fan today than a Jet fan today. We suck. We're a bunch of losers. That's what we are. And by the way, congratulations to the New York Giants. I got to tell you, I watched that game yesterday. And you go into it, you know, you're playing a third-string quarterback who gets his first ever, you know, a chance to throw a football in six years of his young career. And his girlfriend's there, and she's not sitting next to his father. And I can't figure out why they're not I talking to Eagle each other. I Eagle made it very clear. Yes, he did. He's like, <laughs> there's a guy there. Somebody was sitting there, yeah. and they had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, they showed that seat twice. The guy wasn't there either time. So either he's got a <laughs> prostate problem or he doesn't exist. His name is Snuffleupagus. Either way, the New York Giants... Playing backups, right? You knew they were going to lose the game. You don't care with them losing the game. Who cares? They gave the Eagles the run for the money. They competed. They scored a couple touchdowns. Galladay actually made a catch that mattered. And while they did he lose the game. He didn't just make a catch that mattered. He yeah. made an incredible play. Yes, he did. Where yeah. the hell did that come from? Yeah, who knew he could actually still do that at $4 million per reception this year? <laughs> that being said, that's a, that's a competent team. You're talking third-string players, guys you've never heard of, playing against a team that's desperate to win the game for the number one seed, and the New York Giants gave them every bit well, of a problem. Think about this. I love that. They put in a quarterback, and having Davis Webb start for the New York Giants is just freaking awesome because they righted the wrong from five years ago when Davis Webb should have been the guy to replace Eli Manning, and instead it was Geno Smith. So it took a few administrations. It took a few different head coaches. But finally, Davis Webb starts for the Giants. But Davis Webb, without Saquon Barkley, without Andrew Thomas, and without any wide receiver weapons, unless you want to count Kenny Galladay, who all of a sudden became no, a weapon, still managed to go out there, yeah. and they actually produced some semblance of an offense. Yeah. They looked better on offense than the Jets did. That, right, and it's frustrating. I give a lot of credit and respect to the New York Giants and the coaching staff of Brian Dable, et cetera, and obviously the guys that went in there that got a rare chance to play. They played their asses off, and they gave the Eagles everything they wanted in that game, and that may uh, serve them well. 
if they can beat the Vikings, because then guess who they have after that? Most likely, at the least. F- no, no, definitely. Because well, the Seahawks ain't beating the Niners. Right, so most likely. Oh, I mean, right, things can happen, right? Mo- most They likely. get the Eagles again. And then you'd have shades of Giants, Patriots a few years back. Correct, correct. Correct. How about that? That was a fun game yesterday. Yeah. And I give the Giant backups play their a lot of... Okay. And I give the Giant backups yeah. a lot of credit for I competing. Yeah. But what the hell would yeah. that have to do yeah. with playing the Eagles in two weeks? Because That's a it, nice story. Because here's the deal. Much no, like half the 10 guys years on, ago. No, no. Not much yeah. like 10 years ago. Yeah. Because half the guys who were on the field yesterday yeah. are not seeing the field yeah. in a divisional the matchup point against is, where The Eagles don't scare us. There's no point. They needed to win that game, right? They had their star quarterback back, the MVP of the league. And guess what? We handled them. We handled them. How many touchdowns did they score yesterday? Did you just say we? We. As a New Yorker. Right, if I'm talking as if I'm a giant. Have you player. morphed in day no, one of I've the not. giant buildup for the wild no. card game into a giant no. we fan? No, I've, let me rephrase that. You. When I said we, I was talking as if I was a giant player. I'm clearly not. It's been a long time since I kicked that 50 yard at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Uh, and I don't like to talk about it much because it brings back some other memories I'd rather not relive in Philadelphia because you know how I feel about that godforsaken town. Other than the pretzels on the water ice, there's nothing good over there. On Lorenzo's and Son's Pizza on South Street because it's like a quadruple size slice. Anyway, that being said, I, I I respect the giant organization. I'm jealous and I'm envious. Even in a loss that they didn't give a rat's ass about, they had a chance to win the game. Meanwhile, the New York Jets go to Miami against Skyler effing Thompson and we can't win the game. I thought you didn't care. It pisses me off. All of a sudden, at the beginning of this show, like 16 minutes ago, I had a good weekend. Good thing I didn't care yeah. about the game. By 2:19, you've turned into I'm me. I'm pissed off, <laughs> and I tell you why. The New York Giants scored a touchdown with what's his name, Davis Webb. Davis Webb. Yeah, that's more touchdowns than the Jets have scored in the last three games combined. Yep. It's an embarrassment. Davis Webb had two touchdowns. Yeah. He run, ran, ran for a run. touchdown, and he threw a touchdown. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to the playoffs this year. Yeah, but we had to beat the Rams two years ago because that made a lot of sense, you morons. And here we are. And I love the Jets, but they're a loser franchise. That's what the T-shirt should have said that Robert Saul put in the back of every guy's locker. I'm a loser. Do you remember the it's T-shirt? What it should have said on it. Do you remember the T-shirt he wore at training camp when we visited? Yes. And he handed it Positive to Positive vibes only. Yeah. Coach, yeah. that's why it's difficult, yeah. if not impossible, to actually live by that T-shirt name. I'm going to start positive making T-shirts. Positive vibes only. No, I got positive vibes. I'm making T-shirts. That's what I'm that doing. That says we're losers? I, 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 think the, I think the T-shirt should say I'm a loser. Yeah. On it. Right? Prove me wrong. Spot the lie. Um, and I got a new t-shirt company, too. Guys, but... Uh, Just over the weekend, you created yeah, a t-shirt no, company? No, no, I don't have the company. Oh. I have, uh, I've connected with a company. They're good people. They make all the uh, the swag for uh, the Huguenots, for New Rochelle. And I'm going to tell you what they're called right here. My man Chuck. And the name of the company is CC Baseball and Apparel. And they're good people. So I'm going to start having sweatshirts and hoodies and things made. Losers yeah. since 1960. And the by the New way, York at football no cost cast. to me. That's how I'm going to work out that deal. Oh, that's good. I'm going to come up with a shirt they can sell to the rest of you losers. All right? And I'll just be the model, the male model. <laughs> yeah, the You'll first, be the head loser. Yeah, the first shirt I'm making, it just says, I'm a loser. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. You guys, you guys, when you did the morning show, helped my I'm a loser comment become a big deal because you kept playing that drop over and over yeah, again. You were I'm right. a loser. 
I'm a loser. Yeah. I'm a loser. I knew it before you knew it. We're losers. You're a real trendsetter without knowing it. Evan. Thank I you. I got to give you all the credit for that. You Thank should you. actually uh, trademark the term "I'm a loser." You're right. I Plus, should. I am a loser because I'm not sure which one plays better on shirts. I'm a loser, or I am a loser. Uh, Probably I'm. Yeah, I would right? go with I'm. I'm a loser because that's I'm how a loser. normal. I'm a loser. That's how normal humans talk. We don't yeah, say, I'm a loser. I am a loser. I am a say, loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah, like I would say, you're I'm a, loser. a loser, not you are a loser. Right. Right. And there's a sense. 95% chance that when I said I'm a loser, I was probably talking about the Jets. There's a good chance it was. Or your love life at the time. At the time, yes. That does predate your marriage. That does, you're right. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we only brought you in there, you know, sporadically. And it was always to mock you in some way, shape, or form. Or to let you show off your presidential knowledge. That's true. Remember right? I did that on your show? Yes, I do Named remember. every president without hesitation. And he even got the tricky ones where it's like the same guy or a guy. Grover Cleveland. A guy. Grover Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin like the, Harrison. Like the split. Grover Cleveland. The split uh, presidencies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got them all. I wasn't surprised, but he got You know why I got it? Because I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah. I saw I'm a like loser. That. So, and I also have the finished uh, version of uh, our badass hog, uh, right? So I'm excited about that. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Yeah, as soon as, can you have to bring it in to me? I left it in my office. I'll put that out there today. Uh, there's one little change left. I'm taking one of the tattoos off the hog's arm. Which one? The uh, the the flying football. You don't like the flying football? It, it didn't look real. It didn't look real. How about the hogs yesterday? Yeah. Pounding the Cowboys. Yeah. Look at that. And this hog has to be as realistic as possible, sure. as you know. Yeah. You can't have like a fagazi hog. Like if I'm you know going to put out the official hog of the Carton and Robert show, he's got to look legit. Well, the legs have become very, very thick. Yeah, and, and the right color, too. Yes. Yeah, like our hog has spent a lot of time in tanning boots. Sure. He's as orange as the day is He's long. the Sid Rosenberg of hogs. Also well-placed, uh, slight. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, he's very tan, right. you know that. Sid has one of the worst fake tans in America, <laughs> yes. But uh, he thinks he looks good. I'm not going to tell him he doesn't. <laughs> All right, 877-337-6666. We got all the Jet anger. We got you Giant fans pumped up. So, listen, it's Giants-Vikings, right? Yes. I heard uh, Joe on with uh, Tiki and Tierney earlier today. He has already picked against the New York Giants. He loves the Vikings in this game. Um, I, of course, as the football expert in this radio station, will walk you through why the Giants counted. You know what Joe game. is fearful of? Because he was telling me this on Saturday, well, and I understand Everybody it. loves the Giants. It does feel, because of the nature of that game a few weeks ago, where the yeah. Giants should have won the game despite the mistakes that they made, yeah. that you're going to hear it all week. You're going to hear it on this radio station. Giant fans, non giant fans. Do you think that's homerism or no. people really breaking it down? So it's not, it's not homerism, Craig. What it is is it's being really... You're remembering what just happened, like which is logical. You're thinking back a few weeks to Christmas Eve. We all remember the game. We all watched the game. And every football fan walked away from that game saying, wow, the Giants can beat this team. Oh, I just want another shot at them. So I don't think it's homerism. I think it's just we're reacting to what we saw. Well, but to be fair, to be fair, you can make a very uh, good argument for why the New York Giants uh, can and even would win this game because we saw him a month ago uh, give Minnesota all they want. That's wanted. what I just said. Okay. That's I'm, the I'm reason why that's happening. But however, you uh, you have to acknowledge that on this radio station, sometimes the hosts, although this is not a collusion, we don't get together and discuss it, nobody ever looks to look nobody ever likes to pick against the home team in a playoff game. It's like when the Yankees played the Red Sox, we discussed it. 
uh, and there are other games like that. Well, all of a sudden, everybody's picking the Giants, right? right? right. Now, do you want to just get in your early pick now? My, I will my, hold you to it. Do you want to wait till Friday? My first reaction, and I yes. think I have the right to change my view as the week goes on. My first gut feeling is the Vikings are going to win the game. Okay. And by the way, they're at home. And oh, by the way, they're thirteen and four. Yes. So I know their point differential is negative. Well, we look at. But to be fair, they are we, thirteen and four. I think we all agree we expect a close football game. That's our first reaction. Yeah. And a lot of people look at the Vikings' ability to win close games and say, "See, they're lucky. They're just no, a lucky make, team." Oh, I good. look at it the other way and say they have been tested in every possible way, and they've won all sorts of games. Yes. All and, sorts of close games. You know, it's funny how people talk all of a sudden, like every uh, every guy with a mouth and a microphone, you know, is suddenly an expert in all things, right? And they talk, oh, point differential, point differential. To be fair, there's an outlier in the group. Well, because they got blown out twice. Right. They lost 40-3 to to the Dallas Cowboys. And they got pounded by Green Bay. Right. I mean, even, even if you just took that game out... You're talking about 37 yeah, extra but, points. But, but now, Craig, you want to add the game just real quick. You brought up Green Bay. It's a fair one to bring up. They lost by 24 to Green Bay. So those two games represent a 61-point differential. Right. So they're outliers there. So it's not as easy as just saying, oh, wait a minute, they're 13-4. and four. Now, you can say about Minnesota that they don't have a single win this year by other than the Chicago we, win. Right. By more than a touchdown. Right. They've won a lot of close games, yeah, and you can kind of spin that however you want. One spin is they're lucky. The other spin is they know how to close. Yeah. They know how to win close games. And I by no means am not saying the Giants have no chance or the Giants are going to get killed. I think it's going to be an incredibly close game. I but think you're going to look at feeling, a one-score game because, by the yes, way, that's all the Giants do also. That's what the Giants do. That's yeah. what the Vikings do. And I think the game from a few weeks ago means very little. I think sometimes we try to make a big deal out of rematches. And if I'm not mistaken, Craig, every playoff game this weekend is a rematch from a regular season game. Every one of them. Including Dallas-Tampa, even though that was all the way back in week one. That was the opener of the season. That was the opening game. Heck, I could give you, I think it was week two, when Jacksonville blew uh, the Chargers out. Means nothing. Means nothing. Most of it means absolutely nothing. But we have a recency bias. So I think a lot of us are just going to go back to that game and say, wait a second. Giants made a couple of big mistakes, a couple of bad turnovers. Yes. And they still only lost because of a 60-plus yard field goal. Oh, they're going to beat them. It's not as simple as that. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I hope the Giants win, but my gut feeling right now is the Vikings win. It's- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. DeMar Hamlin. 
has been discharged from the hospital. Wow. And is returning home to Buffalo, per the physicians at the University of Cincinnati Health uh, Medical Center. And, I mean, you talk about speedy recovery. That is awesome. That is. So out of the hospital and is on his way back. He, he I assume by private jet. He was live tweeting the Bills game yesterday. Yeah. I will tell you this. You know, I, I, like everyone else, 1 o'clock, you know, on the couch, ready to rock and roll, right? And uh, all of a sudden, like, the phone's blowing up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you guys have the audio of it? The uh, opening kickoff, Bills Patriots. Now, here's what's interesting. And uh, you could be, you know, uh, an atheist and you could have no uh, spirituality in your life all you want. That's all good by me. Live your life the way you want to live it, right? But uh, I believe in it. And I'm a spiritual person these days. And there's something to be said for the fact that DeMar Hammond wore number three for the Buffalo Bills. It had been unbeknownst to all of us at the moment, but you learn some things sometimes after the fact. It had been three years and three months since the Buffalo Bills last returned a kickoff for a touchdown. Three years and three months, Evan Roberts. And then the game opens up with Naheem Hines doing something that they had not done in three years and three months. As Folk puts his foot into the ball, it's going to be short. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. That was just one of the great moments. And uh, and it followed like it was five minutes after the fact when they had the emotional kind of tribute to him on the field in Buffalo. Yeah, and a great version of the uh, the national anthem. I thought the guy who did it was awesome. And all of a sudden you're like, I tell you, you may not want to believe, but I believe. And then, uh, then Hines, of course, did it again. How about that? Later on. <laughs> and it's a good thing for the Bills he did. Because the New England Patriots played play them square the rest of the way. Yeah. And to be fair, the New England Patriots got screwed by the refs of this game, too. Screwed. Which play pissed you off because the Seahawks also were. By the way, I want to hear it. didn't piss me off. Too. I like watching Bill Belichick teams lose, obviously. Right. And how could you not be rooting for the Bills because of what happened? But Mac Jones threw a ball into the end zone. And a linebacker for the Bills never turned around and tackled the uh, wide receiver for the New England Patriots. Forget who the wide receiver was. And they're all like, come on, man, he tackled me. Right. And he never turned around. He wasn't making a play on the ball. He legitimately tackled the guy. No call. And uh, that led to, I think, either field goal attempt or a punt. As opposed to the yeah. penalty that was called on Jalen Ramsey. How embarrassing was that? Yeah, yeah, not good. I mean, that, the officiating in that game may have been pound for pound one of the worst officiated games yeah. you'll ever see. And you want to give them credit because they are now play, They are now officiating under the guise of the new NFL rules, which obviously they're always looking over their shoulders, hoping that a player doesn't take his helmet off and uh, hit them on the shoulder with it like Justin oh, Jefferson did. stop it. So I do feel for the officials. Stop. It's funny. You're not allowed to push a trainer, nor should you be. Quay Walker last night, Green Bay, Detroit, Totally lost his mind. Second time he's done this, by yes, the way. Yes, he has. And then he's crying, walking up the tunnel. So maybe he has some mental health issues he needs help with. 
Yeah, if, if, I'm, if I can be kind he to the man. He explained that he was crying because he knows he screwed up. And he felt I respect awful. that. I yeah. respect that. But he still put his hands on an official no, and shoved them. And good for the, uh, the official. I'm oh, sorry. A, uh, a trainer for the Detroit Lions who then stood right back up to him. was like, were well, you stupid? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're allowed to hit an official with a helmet. So maybe Quay just didn't know the rules. Well, completely different. Quay Walker purposely pushed yeah. somebody who was checking out DeAndre Swift after he took an insane cheap hit yeah. that also wasn't called. Right. Horrible job by the right. officials. Right. So Quay Walker knew what he was doing. Yeah. The Justin Jefferson thing was just, you know, it, was, yeah. it happened to be bad luck. Bad he luck. Didn't mean right. to hit he the happened official. to take off his helmet and strike an official with it, but he had no and, idea. And that's what, what he was makes doing. it worse for Quay Walker? That, that's acceptable. Justin Jefferson has never hit an official. He's never done that. Doesn't matter. Quay Walker, for the second time this year, pushed an ununiformed guy. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. Well, and, and I give him credit. At least he apologized. He owned, he owned it. Afterwards. He owned it. Uh, but maybe, what would you have done if he's like, look, I saw Jefferson hit the ref last week with the helmet, <laughs> and they didn't even uh, throw a flag, let alone fine or suspend the guy. I figured it's open season on officials, <laughs> and I'd even knock him down. I merely pushed him, and he pushed me out of the way first. Nobody would accept that, of course, but... You won't let this go? No. It's been more than a week. I'm and just, now they're facing the Giants. Right. So you're going to bring it up again for He a should week. not be allowed to play in this week's game yes, against the Giants. He should stop. Okay, okay listen. Stop. You and I are just be fundamentally opposed on violence towards officials. I'm against it. You're it in favor was of it. an accident. Okay. No. He's standing he right in front of him. purposely try to hit the official. By the way, did you see the touchdown celebration in the Steeler game? Where a guy... Yes, they did CPR. Yeah, they yeah. did fake CPR. Talking about being tone deaf. Oh, my God. Well, listen, they're not... Not every football player is a Mensa member. There's a couple, uh, you know, loose nuts in the in the back. Oh, that's a loose nut, all right. Yeah, I mean, it was stupid, obviously. And, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's a Mike Tomlin <laughs> coach team. They went after a quarterback sack... They uh, pretended to do uh, CPR. Yes. Come on, man. Alex I. Smith pulled off another sack, and I guess as he was laying down, a teammate came over and did fake CPR on him. Yeah, not the best look. Less than a week removed from what happened. Yeah, like I said, not the best look. I'll tell you that. Meanwhile, the Ravens and Bengals almost got in a bench-clearing brawl uh, for a minute yesterday, which is kind of what you want. You want guys to get back to being normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you don't want guys to, you know, Oh, play. dude, it was a very normal week led by the officiating sucking. And well, you know what's going to happen come playoff time. And hopefully it doesn't impact the Giants in any kind of negative way. But there's going to be a call yeah. from one of these games this weekend, next weekend, whatever, that the world is going to talk about. And we're going to scream and yell. We're going to say this is a joke. The officials are terrible. Yeah. But it's going to happen. So just be forewarned. Well, you knew it was a normal week yesterday when the New York Jets uh, scored uh, six points. That was the most normal. Thing I mean, that happened. Yeah, is, is, the, is the NFL back? Yeah, the Jets scored six points. So, of course, we're back. And then ended it. Maybe teams will start realizing that stupid, you know, throw the ball across the field on the last play of the game doesn't work. So what should the Jets have done? It's not going to work. Well, take that, a knee and take the loss. Excuse me? Take a knee, you lost. You take, a, take a knee down. Yeah, not, you no, embarrass yourself. That's ridiculous. No, no, no. no, you can't do that. You just admit you lose and walk off the field. You gase the whole game? No, yeah. I don't do that. You cannot do that. I get that those plays never work. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, but you're telling a football like team down 9-6 yeah. with four seconds. Just give up. Just on move. your own just, five. Just walk off the yeah, field. What are you going to do? You're going to go 95 yards? You don't have Victor Cruz no, on no. your team. i tell you what you should do. Throw a bomb down the field. Maybe you get a pass interference call. Game can't end on a penalty. Yeah. Then you get another shot. That's what you do. I'm looking at a picture of this hog. I'm telling you, I'm loving it more and you're more. You're looking every- at your what? I'm looking at my hog. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, you never just stopped and admired your hog? Can you do that in the privacy of your own home? I mean, I can, but I'm here at work, and it's on my screen, so why shouldn't I admire my hog on it's the on screen? It's on your screen. That's got to be yeah. in some rules. No, no, the company let me go right to it. Really? I even tweeted it out. They, I tweeted out a picture of my hog. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. yeah. What's the general reaction to the picture of your hog? Oh, it's a very good question. Uh, so let's see. Are people impressed by it, or are they mocking it? Um, let's see. Get rid of the football. Okay, I agree. Um, the Jay-Z Timberlands are clutch. Nailed it. Uh, definitely needs a right arm. He doesn't have a right arm. He does look uh, as if he lost an arm in combat or something. Uh, spot on. This blows. Uh, then people uh, send it over to Barstool for their take on it. How come he's missing a right arm? That seems to be the most popular it reaction. Does, no, no, looking at it again, once it was called to our attention, you can see Maybe it. because he's a one-armed hog. Because he lost his arm in combat. He lost his arm in combat. No doubt, yeah. Nah, should, I get, should I put another arm on him? No. I think that's the mystery of your hog. Yeah. How do you lose the arm? Yeah. You like when you look at my hog, you're like, that's some arm. <laughs> that's that and that's I think the uh the prevailing uh thought there. Do you think that when my the, hog is attractive? <laughs> yes, I do. No. When the Bills play the Dolphins this weekend, DeMar Hamlet could be at that game. Could be a part of the commemorative coin yeah, toss. I mean, I guess Imagine that reaction. He's allowed to go home. Maybe he does the coin toss. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like, it's because pretty bad. Now the news is out there. He's going home, which is great. He's going back to you Buffalo. Know, sometimes that works against you too. Was that like there been so many times where we've seen you know the retirement or the emotional whatever the moment is nothing like this, of course, where a man almost lost his life. But you know, sometimes when you're when you're the home team honoring somebody or something. And you feel like, oh, that's going to be a little extra edge for the home team. A lot of times it goes the other way, you know? Yeah, good. Good. Like, by the way, Buffalo, to their credit in winning the game, they're all good. They didn't play a great they, game. They didn't outplay the New England Patriots yesterday. No. That game was a lot closer than I hoped yeah. it would be or I expected it to be. Yeah, by the way, it is Black Monday. Uh, Coach is being fired. Cliff Kingsbury's been fired. Uh, late last night, Lovey Smith was fired. So you've got uh, the cold job is open. Although Jeff Saturday apparently wants to come back. You're one in seven. You suck. Well, when you have an interim coach like Indianapolis and Carolina, even though Steve Wilkes may deserve to come back and Jeff Saturday wants to come back, we have to view it as there's an open. Yeah, and by the way, they do have to interview minority candidates for those jobs, for uh, replacing an interim coach. Even if that guy gets the job, you still have to go through the process of interviewing a minority candidate. So you've got the Colts. You've got Carolina. You have uh, the Texans, the Broncos, and the Cardinals. Broncos, Cardinals, those five. Yep. And you most likely are going to have sometime soon, not today, McVay probably walks away from the Rams. At least it looks like it's going in that direction. To do TV. So that's six. Yeah. That's six. Could there be a seventh or eighth? You know, that you we're not thinking of. You I mentioned know. the guy last week, and I brushed it aside, but something happened this weekend that's making me reevaluate. And that person is Brandon Staley. Because the Los Angeles Chargers, with no one understanding why, continue to run their starters out there in a game that meant nothing. And Mike Williams got hurt. Yeah, hurt his back. And who knows? He's going to be fine for Uh, Sunday. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. I agree. So if the Chargers lose to the Jaguars. He's out. Especially after what happened in Week 18, which made no sense. Yeah. I don't know. You got to think it's a possibility. By the way, which is why, isn't that the most appealing job? Yeah, by the it's way, it's not even close. You're Sean Payton. You want a coach? Yeah. Why way, wouldn't you go there? It ain't even close. That is, the, if that job opens up, that's the best job available. 
in my opinion. Because, because of the quarterback. Because of the quarterback. Yeah. And, and a young quarterback. So you're not saying, oh, I got a three-year period. You're saying, hey, I can coach as long as I want. Yeah. I got a kid who can be elite for a Look, decade. I think Staley had to get into the playoffs, so he did that. You give him credit for that. He's got to win a playoff game, especially against the Jaguars. The Jaguars beat them like 38-10 to 10 in Week 2 this year, something like that. Uh, so it's a revenge game. Nah, and you're better than the Jaguars. You can't lose to the Jaguars twice in one season. The Jaguars are playing good football. They are, but you watch that game against Tennessee Saturday night. Did the Jaguars make you go, oh, my God, i got to worry about no, them? No, but they did win five straight games. They did beat the Dallas Cowboys in that hell yeah, of an overtime game. I give credit for getting in. I don't know. But um, I'm not amazed by them. I'm not amazed by them, but... Meanwhile, yeah. they're the playing New, well. The New York Giants showed up yesterday. The New York Jets didn't. Here's Robin Yonkers. Robbie, what's up, kiddo? Hey, guys. How's it going? Love Great. the show. Thank Greg, you. glad you're back. Thank um, you so much. A couple things about the pathetic Jets season. Yeah. Um, as sad as it is, it was a successful season because we were still watching meaningful games by uh, Election Day. Listen, so that that's an cool. argument that can be made. The problem is that when you get to a point where you're 7-4 and four and you're a lock for the postseason – and then you lose their every game the rest of the way. You end the season with a bad feeling and taste that's, in your mouth. That's a really, uh, really no, low uh, of bar, cor- dude. Of course it was a bad – all the seasons end with a bad taste in my mouth. But I'm just saying, by October going, all right, well, there's still a reason to watch, which is great. But as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, there's not a chance he's coming here. It's not attractive to him. I mean, he won't go to any of the teams that are in the playoffs right now. They don't really need quarterbacks. Maybe Seattle, if he wants to go play for Pete Carroll or – um, I don't know, on non-playoff teams, maybe the Raiders, if Derek Carr leaves, but there's no way he's coming here. Why is that doesn't... more appealing than the Jets, though, in your estimation? Because he's friends with Devontae which... Adams? Why? Oh, the which team? No, any the Raiders or the Seahawks. I mean, take your pick. Like, just pick you I you mean, the threw Seahawks, out the, the Jets is no way. Why are those two teams, in your estimation, so much more appealing to him? Because, Evan, you're a Jets fan, and so are you, Craig. It just goes without saying it's in no way. When Peyton Manning was looking for a team and someone said, maybe he'll call the Jets, why would he ever do that? And why would Aaron Rodgers ever do that now when he could go play for maybe Pete Carroll if Geno leaves? Or even if he wants to go you know, there, they'll kick Geno to the curb. I, I get it. I get. I think what you're doing, and, I, and we all do this to a degree, is we're just projecting our negativity into the world of, well, we're the Jets. Who the hell would want us? We're ugly. Who would want to go to the prom with us? Who would sleep with us? I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. Aaron Rodgers, maybe, and I remember I brought this up about Russell Wilson and it turned you off. So maybe it'll turn you off about Rodgers. I said to you, maybe Russell Wilson just wants to live in New York. And you said, well, I don't want a quarterback for those reasons. Maybe Aaron Rodgers just wants to live in New York. I don't know. To make these assumptions, he wants to be a Raider or a Seahawk, but he never want to be a Jet. Why? Uh, I think I've got a loser complex as a fan. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's not based in reality, though. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It might be. We don't know about Aaron Rodgers specifically. I Listen, whether he's a quote-unquote New York guy or not, who knows? I think you can very easily become a New York guy. You live in New Jersey. My, you never my, even walk. By the way, and here's, that's the other thing. While it's the New York media that people reference when they talk about you know being in New York and dealing with New York, the reality is that New Jersey is a beautiful state, which you never have to leave. If you play for the Jets or the Giants, no one makes you go to Times Square. Nobody makes you go to One Oak or Tau or Lavo or any other places. Many of you, but Aaron Rodgers may to. want to do that. He very well might, but he's also dating Mallory Edens right now. What's yeah. up? Yeah, that's and she's the daughter, the owner of the Milwaukee. Bucks. That's right. So and what does that mean? She's a, he's not leaving Milwaukee. Nope, because <laughs> he's not going to do any better than her. <laughs> 
He's he's tough to date, don't you think? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. I'd make an assumption. Just imagine I've never thought about dating him, so I don't know. I have. Imagine for a minute, you're done with the lovemaking for the night. All right, however long that lasts. 45 seconds. Whatever it takes, okay? Two-minute warning. (laughs) Right? And now, like, this is the judge of how do you know that you can be with someone long-term. It's not the sex. It's everything around it. And you think that Aaron Rodgers well, just will give you out. nothing oh, what a that great you can night. be around? You're so good in bed. So do you think 9-11 really happened? <laughs> I want to talk to you because I can't date a woman that, that believes we actually landed on the moon in 69. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Do you know that there's an entire world living under the ice of Antarctica? Are you aware of this? Do you want to visit there with me? Like, he's crazy. So then she's going to dump him anyway. Well, so age, what's the, she's no 26. And she's very attractive, and oh, by the way, she's a billionaire. Now, he's got his own money, so you know he's not a gold digger. Oh, we got breaking news. Oh, do we? Do you know where Mallory Edens is from? Do you know where she was born? Do you know where she went to high school before going to college? Do you know where? New York bleeping city. Great. So Mallory Edens could very well say, hey, yeah, New York, baby. Maybe that's why she lives in Milwaukee now. Doesn't matter. She grew up here. She loves it here. You don't know this. Of course I know this. No, you don't. Uh, who you're doesn't hoping. Lo- you're desperate. I'm a- <laughs> and stop burping, Tommy. And frankly, your desperation is ugly. You know You know what it is? It's the opposite, Craig. And I don't want you to get all pissed off at me for saying this, but it's true. Your experiences affect how you view things. Of course. That's the reason life. I believe that Aaron Rodgers could want to come here is because other guys have yeah. come here. Kevin Durant yeah, came but, here. Max Scherzer came here. Francisco Lindor came here. Justin Verlander came here. Yeah. Kate Upton came here. Kyrie Irving came here. I mean, I kind of have a list of teams I root for where guys, superstars, yeah. in their respective sports, Craig, have willingly said, I want the Big Apple. So why not Aaron Rodgers? Why not? Those guys all came for money. Kevin Durant came for money? Took yeah. less money to come here. Came for money. He didn't come here for money. He wanted to live in New York City. No, he wanted he to play didn't. basketball here. Yes, he did. Why else? He took know. less money I to come here. I don't know why the hell he came here. I'm yeah. still trying to figure it I out. I don't get it either, <laughs> but I don't care. And luckily, his knee will be okay. Uh, that's a bad MCL, buddy. He ain't going to be Not right. as bad as last year, thankfully. Same injury, though, right? Not as severe. At least that's the but way it same sounds. Same knee or the other knee? Different knee. Other knee. Is that the other knee? Yeah, because guys love I was. I in. thought he tore it for sure. Wait, the way he went sideways with I it. I think he tore it. I thought it was going to be a sprain. I just thought it was going to be as severe as last year. Yeah. But this is the I third time. I thought he was time. done playing for his career. That's what no. I thought. It's the third time in Durant's career a player has fallen into his knee. Yeah, well, Enough maybe, of this. Maybe be more aware of guys falling around your feet. Maybe Jimmy Butler should stop being dirty. Oh, stop. Dirty that player. wasn't dirty. And he injured his knee twice yesterday. He fell down. Yeah, okay. Maybe Kevin should have moved his feet. Oh, now you blaming Kevin? No, I'm not blaming Jimmy Blame Butler. the victim, I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, all those guys did come to New York, though. Listen, but that's I, my point. Like, that's I think why, be great. Listen, when I yelled and screamed for Brett Favre, for Mike Tannenbaum to get Brett, and I remember Brett, Mike Tannenbaum came on our show. He's like, we have a good quarterback competition. Chad's here, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, and the asking, you know, Brett wants too much to, you know, to leave Green Bay, whatever it was. And I went out through the bullhorn anyway because I was a kid in a dream. You did have a dream, and that and dream turned a dream. into a nightmare very they quickly. Did, no, for some people named Jenna did, not for the rest of us, though. Really? He failed. They missed the playoffs. He was 8-3. and three, How'd they finish? And then his shoulder went out. How'd they him. finish? They didn't How'd win. they finish this year? How'd they finish in 08? How'd they finish? What does the shirt Robert Sala say? Finish. finish. Had far finish. Yeah, exactly. By the way, yo, that shirt only works for some guys. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, that ain't my problem. <laughs> the problem is how quickly it happens. But no, no, no. We're not talking about speed. Oh. The question is, are you a finisher or not? I don't think that locker room's got any problems. <laughs> I think it's the wrong shirt, my man. I think he needed to come up with a different slogan like, I'm sorry. Something like that. Well, he tried that at the press conference. He apologized. Yeah. I think he apologized to Iron Staten Island, which was very nice of him. Yeah. But he apologized to Woody. He apologized to Jet fans. He did the whole apology tour. Yeah. No comment about, on receipts, though. Said about nothing about that. Score more than six points, you don't have to apologize. How about that? How about don't lose six consecutive games where you have a quarterback that's beneath incompetent? How about you don't waste right. timeouts like you have no yeah. idea what you're doing? Like, at some point, you have to become a better game manager, too. It's on you. Like, the quarterback sucked. All right, what are you going to do? You got dealt the bad hand with the bad quarterback? Not my fault, right? You kept telling me how great the kid's going to be. So we acknowledge we need a new quarterback. But how do I know when we get a new quarterback that you're going to be better in your third year as a head coach? We don't. Because we've seen guys in their first year be brilliant on a sideline. Doesn't mean you won't make a mistake here or there or a decision you make backfire. That happens. But when... You don't make a decision, and you go to bed, and you still got all three timeouts, or you waste them in the early parts of a third quarter, and you have no co connection to the game that we're watching, that becomes a problem for us. And you got to own that, buddy. That's a part of why if we get the news in the next 72 hours that they blow this entire staff up, I mean, I'm not going to be devastated, are you? Listen, I th here's my gut on it. It's not about Either. God. It's about what you'd be okay with and what oh, you would well, want to see happen. I'm not making a prediction. I'm telling you, well, I wouldn't be devastated by it because I'm in this no, state right now where I'm not convinced he's the guy. And you were laying it out beautifully. Yeah, I'm not convinced either. I don't know that he's not the guy, but I don't know that he is the guy. So if you are not convinced he's the guy yeah. and the expectations are huge next year, do you want to go into a huge playoff or bust season with a head coach where you're like, yeah, not sure if he knows how to use timeouts. Not sure. We'll say, hopefully. Well, that's the decision it looks like I'm prepared to make. But again, I've got my eyes on one guy. I'm not going to lie about it. It's Jim Harbaugh. If you get me Jim Harbaugh, I say goodbye to all of them. Bye-bye. And it does feel like Jim Harbaugh really, really, really wants to Yeah, but to work I don't buy NFL. that Carolina story. That's what you're alluding to. I think that's the biggest bunch of it's crap. It's not necessarily the seen. Carolina story. It's in Just last tell people the story so they know what That we're he reached about. out to David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers. The claim Panthers. is that David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, had no interest at all in talking to Harbaugh, and Harbaugh begged him. I do not buy that for a minute. Well, have you heard about what happened with the Vikings last year? Go ahead. In the meeting. That he that, was like a nine-hour meeting. Right? That he had weird behavior in the meeting. And that it was just bizarre. Yeah, but not good strange, apparently, because they didn't hire him. By the way, there's no such thing as good strange of unless you look is. like Emily Ratajkowski. You're good strange. Am I? You're a strange guy. I think it's good. What's I think so I'm a strange, strange guy. strange about me? Am I a strange guy? Yeah, I think I yeah. am. I think it's, it's better than me. I'm not strange at all. Yeah, a little bit. I don't think so at it's all. It's not a bad thing. You take it as such a bad thing. Yeah, because the way you said it. It was a bad thing. They're a little strange. I acknowledge that I've got little picadillos, but that don't make me strange. It just means I don't like talking to you. <laughs> Why get it turned on me? <laughs> no, listen, I think we're all unique in our own way. Yes. Right. That's right. Or as I like to say, just be you because everybody else is already taken. <laughs> right? That's my new thing. I go with that. Yeah. You like that or no? I think it's not bad. That's not bad. Just be you. Hey, there's my guy. Uh, it's ice cream time, Paulie Rosenspat. Are you ready for ice cream or no? Yeah? You're you good to make. Uh, what, what's, the old, what's, what's the old saying? Um, Do what, it now. 
No, ah. no, not do. That's when I talk to you. I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. No, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. It's like I pay, you drive. What's he say? How's the saying go? There's a saying. No. Yes, there's a saying. I What's pay, saying? you drive. It's like I buy, you fly. Oh yeah, I buy, you fly. Isn't that what? Is that the saying? Yeah, something. I like buy, that. you fly. That makes sense. Yeah. Does that work for everybody? You have yeah. such a craving for ice cream right now that you're actually willing to spend your own money. This is stunning. I spent my own money last week. No, too. you didn't. You yeah, used didn't. a black card. No, everything's free. That's Dunkin' Donuts. They don't have ice cream at the one up here. Oh, okay. A lot of Dunkin' Donuts are connected to uh, Baskin Robbins. Yeah. And I did ask that first. He goes, nope. So the New Delhi, where I wouldn't wait in line earlier today, they've got like pints of Ben and & Jerry's and Haagen-Dazs, which, by the way, quick story, Haagen-Dazs, a made-up word. They wanted to sound like it was like, you know, Swedish. Because people thought, oh, the Swedes, they know ice cream. So they invent, they made up the word out of, out of thin air. Hmm. Doesn't mean anything. What? It is a little pricey, the deli, for the pints of ice cream. How much did the pint a- cost? Five bucks? Seven. <sighs> what flavors do they have? <laughs> it was just Haagen-Dazs, mint chip, those types. Yeah, no, what other flavors? I got mint chip on Friday. What else do they have? I'm sure they had, you know, all-natural vanilla, Rocky Road. No, you know. I said no to both of those. No. What does Carvel mean, then? That's this guy's last name, Tom Carvel. Oh, is that the reason? He was the founder of the ice cream place, yeah. Uh-huh. It was named after the founder. No, I started thinking about ice cream places when yeah. you said that Haagen-Dazs was Haagen-Dazs made up. is a made-up like, name. So what the hell is Carvel? And if you don't believe me, you could Google me. You've probably already done. What is, is the meaning of Carvel? It's like Farfignu. Carvel built or Carvel planking is a method of boat building in which hull planks are laid no, no, edge just, to just edge. Stop, stop. You're, <laughs> you're, you're hurting my ears now. Well, that's what now Carvel you're means. My ears. No, no. I wrote- Tom Carvel. He was the old guy that used to dribble, you know, uh, when he talked because he was getting old. And he used to, you know, you know spin Tom would come Carvel. out of his mouth. And Told him Sundays. Tom Carvel yes. was an American businessman. Yes, who he founded Carvel. He was a Greek-born American businessman and entrepreneur known for the invention. He invented it. The, and promotion yeah. of soft ice cream yeah. in the northeastern United States. That, that is, is correct. Out. And you know why they he went with soft ice cream? What was that? Because back in the day... When there's like only one major ice cream, commercial ice cream company, they didn't know what to do with ice cream as it melted. So they lost a lot of ice cream. Hmm. So Tommy Carvel comes along, the Greek immigrant daddy is, and goes, I've got an idea. Just serve it soft. That was it. That worked, man. Easy peasy. Yeah. And people went crazy for it. Adam Richman has a show on uh, the History Channel called The Food That Made America. And uh, ice cream is one of them. And it's uh, a, a must-see uh, TV show. All right, come in here, take the 10-ski, whoa, 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 and go whoa, get whoa. some mint chocolate chip. In October of 2009, uh, Tommy, stop burping. Tom Carvel's niece, Pamela Carvel, filed court papers to have Carvel's body exhumed and an autopsy performed because she suspected, this Foul is crazy, play. he was drugged or suffocated yeah. by employees whom Carvel suspected of embezzlement. Her petition was denied, and she later became a fugitive from justice in a personal bankruptcy case. Yikes. How about that? He was an old man when he passed away. Doesn't matter. He still could have been killed. Billy Crystal used to do a bit about um, Tom Carvel that he uh, was, while he was, like, making the ice cream, you know, he uh, was salivating into it. Oh, the flame was going in the ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) That's It's an old Billy Crystal bit, if I remember correctly, though. Here's uh, Steve in Crown Heights on the fan. Stevie Bones, what's going on? But Craig, thank God you don't do the New York media optimism for the Jets yeah. uh, for the future. Thank, 
I mean, Joe Douglas is going into his fourth season, Robert Sala in his third season, and you cannot name who the starting quarterback is. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Twenty twenty three. That that's 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 an excuse. Well, in fairness, though, in fairness, Joe Douglas, would you admit, has done a pretty good job building this roster as a whole? Yeah, that's fair. Yes, I mean he. I mean, with the pick with Sauce Gardner, with uh, and and Mosley, et cetera, Quentin Williams. Yeah, so when you talk it's, about it's, Douglas it's, and Sala, just to be fair, like you're right. I think he swung and missed on Zach Wilson, and it's crazy that going but, into next year we don't know who the quarterback is. But I give Douglas but, a lot of credit on the roster he's actually put together, which has but, caused us to raise these expectations. But guys, you judge a GM and coach in the NFL on developing a franchise quarterback. I agree. I agree, but. I agree, but. I agree, but. Here's my I agree, but. Go ahead. This general manager has done such a good job the last couple of years building this roster that I am not even close. I'm not even in the same stratosphere as someone who would suggest he's a failure. Get he's rid not, of him. To the opposite. And they are not tied to the hip in that regard. They shouldn't be. They, no, I agree 100%. I think Joe Douglas deserves two criticisms. Here they are. Actually, three in fairness. The offensive line we have to put up there. Yeah. There are major questions about this line going into next year, half of which are free agents. Makai Becton looked good today. Great. You can't rely on him. Two, the quarterback. And three, the hiring of Robert Sala. But the defense talent-wise, the wide receiver talent-wise, Brees Hall talent-wise, like, I like where this team is from that standpoint. I mean, quarterback's the most important position. They failed in that. Uh, I'm not going to kill him for hiring Sala. I supported it, and I was excited, as we all were, when we got Robert Sala. So I'm not going to go back in time and pretend like I wasn't. I was fully supportive in the moment of hiring Robert Sala. Now, I can't say it's worked out yet. He's got one more year to make it work, it seems like. And then we'll know what we think about Robert Sala long-term. But Joe Douglas is not the problem here. Joe Douglas, number one, has gotten the better of every trade he's made. And number two, you know, this was the worst defense in football last year, and that's not hyperbole. And now they're a top seven or eight defense. Probably not top five, but have the ability to be that good. Look, their biggest issue defensively is the incredible inability to force a turnover over the last seven weeks. It was almost uncanny. Like, how could a defense be this solid? Yeah. One? One. No, no, one, and it was the Bear game. How could a defense this solid, this good, be so inept at forcing turnovers? Right. And if right. you force, let's say, two or three turnovers over that six, seven-week period, they win a couple of games. And they win a couple of games. Guess what we're doing on Sunday? We're playing playoff football. That's right. So, yeah, Joe Douglas is clean. Uh, he's got to own uh, the Zach Wilson pick. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's upset about it. Oh, I got one. Go. This is from Don Martin on Twitter for a T-shirt, a slogan for next year. Good. Playoffs or layoffs? Yeah, I got a lot of people on Twitter sending that my way. Oh, that's a good one. I, I mean, I got 50 of them. You got 50 of them? Uh. Stop burping, please, Tommy. 50 of them. Playoffs or layoffs? I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's something that sounds untoward about it. Like, you know, it's... That we're mocking layoffs? Well, yeah, these are tough times we live in. And I think people that throw around unemployment or layoffs, uh, you know, like weed, M&Ms, I find it to be objectionable. But that's just my sensitivity. We at M&Ms? No, the way like we eat M and M's. Oh, 
Like, it's just easy. Like, some people talk about layoffs and unemployment. Like, it's not that big a deal. Like, they wield the power. Yeah, but Craig, 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 Craig. We're talking about... I find that to be objectionable. You gotta stop. We're talking about Uh, sports. We're talking about coaches and managers in baseball and NBA head coaches. I still feel bad. Yes, but as you always say... Because I've got a heart. Did you feel bad when Joe Judge was fired? No, I did not because I saw his contract. Well, most of these guys have contracts. Joe Judge okay. is a multi-millionaire. Yeah, and what Robert right. Sala's doing all right? Robert Sala's doing pretty good for himself as well. So why doesn't you... mean I'm not a human being and I feel for oh, a guy? Stop! It's not the same as yeah. Roscoe who lost his job in sanitation. I'm an emotional it's man. Not. Don't compare the regular guy, regular gal, to the coaching changes I that happen every get, year in the NFL. I think we uh, get very cavalier talking about firing this guy, laying that guy off, unemployment line for this guy. I just think uh, when I hear people say that kind of stuff, it makes me wonder what kind of animal they really are. Stop it. I'm just telling you. That's what it it makes me wonder. Oh, stop. Yeah, we throw around like like, like we hold their job security in the palms of our hand. I don't like it, Evan. I've never liked it, you bunch of animals. I'm not an animal. Okay, whatever you say. So you were the one who led to the firing of Joe Judge. You feel dirty about that? The only one you should feel dirty for are Patriot fans who have to watch Joe Judge lead their offense this year. Giant fans should thank me because I was a driving force behind that. And B, I made sure to know how much the guy had coming to him. He's fine. Hey, you were driving force behind firing Joe Judge, right? Is that what you said? Okay. Let me ask you a question. In the two years Joe Judge was here, compare his record to the two years Robert Salas here. And then get back to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And by the way, Robert Sala had a lot more talent than Joe Judge had. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes personality comes into play, bud. Yeah. You like a guy, you don't like a guy. No, by the way, and that unfortunately sometimes works against you. And if you're a good guy that people like, sometimes you get a little extra. Yeah, it's okay to lose your last six games. That's okay. No big deal. It's not okay. We like you. And that's why I want to know hey, Tommy. Uh, after you plan my uh, round of golf with Salah, can you uh, get Woody Johnson on the horn for me, please? I think, you know, Woody Johnson doesn't talk to the fans enough. Not that he's going to say anything we want to hear, but I think it's time that Woody Johnson agreed to come on WFAM no shot. for a one-hour conversation. No shot. Why no shot? Because he sure he's, a, I'm sure he's an approachable guy. Oh, yeah. You ever seen him in interviews? He's not good. So if he actually had to be interviewed yeah, that, by people who know how to interview him, it'd be a disaster. To be fair, that's my gift, though. What's your gift? You're going to kiss his ass I and make, make him no, sound good? No, no, I make people who are uncomfortable being interviewed comfortable. Yeah, but there's no yeah. trick for making someone who's really bad at speaking good at speaking. So if you ask him any kind of tough question, he's going to be well, a disaster. I have my list of questions here. You just want to hear the first one I'd or two? I'd love to hear the first three. Go ahead. What color jerseys are you going to wear for the opening game next year? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's number two? <laughs> what color jerseys do you think you might wear in the, in the game against the Giants? <laughs> Yo, because that's a giant home game, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> some wear. The, gi- the, the New York Jets play 17 games next year. Yes. And 10 of the 17 games uh-huh. are at MetLife Stadium. Because oh, we get the ninth game this year, plus the giant game. Bingo. There you go. Isn't that cool? Well, I mean, I don't want to be this guy, so I'm not going to be. But have you seen who we play next year? Yeah, I've seen him. I mean, Robert Saul is not going to make it to the four. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If the New York Jets make the playoffs next year, Robert Saul deserves an extension. <laughs> Just tell people who they play. They play the AFC West. Uh-oh. They play the NFC East. Uh-oh. Do we know? Are we convinced the NFC East is going to be this good next year? I think Philly will be just as good. 
Yeah. Dallas will come back to earth? I don't know. Giants, how good are they? I mean, Dallas, if Dallas doesn't win two playoff games and have a new coach, you might say that makes them better. So let me, let me get this straight. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys, because, you know, I took a big beating for supporting Mike McCarthy and wanting Mike McCarthy to coach the Jets. Yeah. I just want to get something straight here. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys, who have been playoff failures for multiple decades They have now. one playoff win under Dak Prescott. Right. Well, no, no. The, the, how many playoff wins do they have, period, since, like, the end of their mini dynasty? Like four, I think. It's not a lot. I think it's four. So the Dallas Cowboys, who haven't won double-digit amount of games in back-to-back years yep. since the freaking 90s, yep. but they just did it. They went 12-5 and five last year. Yep. They went 12-5 and five this year. Sure. They had missed the playoffs in back-to-back years prior to that. You're going to just dump Mike McCarthy. Right? You're just going to get rid of him. No, he's a loser, I know that's right? What Jared Jones, I've never said that he's as good as Sean Payton, if you ask me. I'm just ahead. saying, like, the Dallas Cowboys don't make the playoffs in back-to-back years that often. They don't win double-digit games in back-to-back years that often. Yeah. They never do it. They've just done it. Yeah. And yet, ah, they suck. Get no, rid of McCarthy. I think here's the problem for Mike I'd McCarthy. I'd hire Mike McCarthy for the Jets. I'm going back to what I said four years ago. Why not? Listen. They've went, they're 24 and 10 in their last 34 regular season games. Is that okay? It's Is that good? Than, better than anything we got. Yes. I would say this. So I'm sick of the slander. Yeah. I'm just sorry. Okay. I'm so sick of it. I'm, I agree. I think He's Mike a McCarthy big, fat gets a bad idiot. shake. That's how the media talks about Mike McCarthy. Well, I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. By the way, compare Mike McCarthy to Sean Payton. It's the same numbers. No, I've said that before. You have? And both are good. I mean, oh. both have good resumes, but they have eerily similar resumes. I feel yeah. Like, I feel like you got that from me. I made that point in your office once, and I saw you jotting down notes as no, I said No, you it. know I don't jot down notes. I'm not a note jotter. No, but that's time really you got my head. That being said, here's the problem for Mike McCarthy. What? You've got an 80-year-old impetuous owner. Okay. He'd like to win a Super Bowl before he dies. Okay. And when you get to 80, death is imminent. Sadly. That's that's the world we I'm live just, in. I'm just asking you a really so, dumb question. He forget, could forget be impetuous, the, right? Forget them for a second. Right. I'm just asking you a really dumb question. Because yeah. I was called, Joe was called idiots for supporting the idea of hiring Mike McCarthy in 2019 instead of Adam oh, Gates. I thought you wanted Matt Rule. Uh, no, I was not a Matt Rule guy. Got it. Um, he's been in Dallas for three years. First year, disaster, no doubt. They won six games. The last two years, they went 12-5, and five, and they went 12-5. and 24-10. and 10. Now, they haven't won a playoff game. I get that. Well, they've... They, uh, no, under Mike. Under Mike right, McCarthy. Right, right. You wouldn't take that guy if Jerry Jones said, I'm firing him after this season? You I mean, wouldn't take that I'd, guy? I'd kick the tires on him. I wouldn't. Because you want the guy who's never won a I'd Super Bowl, right? I want Jim Harbaugh. Right. But you wouldn't want Mike McCarthy. You wouldn't want Sean Payton. I didn't say that. Well, I'm, I'm I, think Mike, I think Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton are the same guy. They're viewed differently, but Super Bowl champions, you mean? They're the same guy. Super Bowl champions. But, you know, here's the difference. Jim Harbaugh got to Super Bowl without Drew Brees or without Aaron Rodgers. There's a big difference there. I got that. Yeah. You guys want us to take a break, it seems like? When's the last time we took a break? Uh, We got back at 3.05. That's not bad. 40 minutes straight? No, not not too bad. Yeah. I mean, we could could just keep going. You could. Why don't we just take all the breaks from, like, 6 to 6.30? (laughs) Sounds like What a a novel concept. All right. uh, We'll take care of a little business. We'll get back to your calls. The Jets disaster. The New York Giants getting ready for the big playoff game against Minnesota. By the way, the fans doing something special. I think Wednesday night, it's going to be Tiki Barber, Carl Banks, and I love it when you call me Bob Papa. Where's that broadcast at? At a bar. Yeah, but where? It's in Jersey, but anybody in it where? I have no idea. So we know what we're doing, but we're not, we can't promote it? I know it's on for two hours, I think, from 7 to 9 with Tiki, yeah, Carl people, Banks, and where? Bob Hopper. Is it at Reds? Like, what bar it's is not it at? at? It's not at Reds. Uh, can somebody find out where the special broadcast is at so people can go have a beer and some wings and enjoy watching Big Mac it live? was very upset. He was like, why didn't they invite me to host it? 
You hear about that? Because Bob Pop is probably hosting. Yeah, Bob. He's like, you know what he says to me? Bob He's the Pop. voice of the Giants. Whatever. Yeah, Big Mac wanted the gig. Feels a slight. Yeah, but you yeah, that's, already got that's a fired from the, me, from Bob, the Giant Papa, gig. Whatever. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, hold on. To be fair, yes. you had the Giant show on Thursdays. Yeah, I got it back. It got stolen from you. Yeah, I got it back. Then you got it back. I got it back. And you're still doing it on Thursday. This is a Wednesday show. Yes. No, well, the, it's over. Thursday Night Live. Got it. So you feel like, as the voice of Thursday Night Live... You should host the Excuse me, the Giants feel- show ended before the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. not running the show during no. the playoffs. No. Can't do that. <laughs> Why no. not? I don't, I don't know. I guess they don't like him. <laughs> I guess that's, once Why I got it back, um, they said, let's end this now. Why isn't Bob Schmelk doing it? Uh, John Schmelk. Pardon me, John Schmelk. Um, I don't know. Why is it, um... I'd like, you know... Why would John Schmoke do it? He's is a cowboy Isn't he the host <laughs> of the Giants stuff? Nah, he does a great job that. with the Giants. He's yes. been there for over a decade now. What about, uh, Morash? What about him? What about I mean, him? He's a Giant fan. I know he actually fan. did the show this weekend before the Giant came. Yes. Great show. I enjoyed it. I heard some of it. Yeah. Passionate right. Giant fan. I was driving to the shop, right? You didn't like it? When did I ever say that? Just the way you reacted. I no, I don't put words in my be mouth careful. now. Be very careful. Yeah, I know. I don't want anybody you know, attacking me after work. You don't get, you don't get yeah. I think Big Mac's that. point was, though, hey, you got a great giant show. You got to have a giant fan up there. And he felt like they were missing something. Well, I mean, isn't Bob Papa a giant fan? I mean, no, he's a giant fan. Carl Banks is obviously a giant Do they know that you were athlete of the year? Maybe they don't know that. I don't know. We should get that out I more. I mean, maybe uh, more people need to know that. That's absolutely true. MVP of the football team. And MVP of the football team. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 